You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Being Human After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Being Human After Show. What's love got to do? Got to do with it. Got to do with it. What's love but a second hand emotion? Hey, everybody. Oh, yeah. Thing is for doing. And here we are doing another amazing after show for your favorite TV show, Being Human. Oh, yes, we are. Yes. I am your host, Sean O. And I'm joined here by my lovely co host. I am the infamous Katarina Lee. And we're going to be talking about what's blood got to do with it, which is season three, episode six for being human. What indeed. Yes. And it's it's so great. Again, we've been mentioning how each of the episode names have pretty much been like a little bit of a parody mm-hmm. of different songs. And this one was so obvious, so we had to put it on. Yes. I suppose <laughs> they must be doing that every time now. Yeah, I bet. Anyway, our topics we got here today. Aiden gets poisoned. Josh gets fed up with Aaron. And mm. lastly, Sally gives up her soul. Mm. This was an amazing episode. It was pretty dramatic. It, it was very dramatic. It was fun. Mm. It, it was dramatic. And uh, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next one now. This, it was like a big cliffhanger at the It end. was a huge cliffhanger. Oh, my gosh. So... Pretty much, if you guys haven't seen the episode yet, please, this is filled with spoilers big time. Yeah, don't watch it yet. So go ahead and just, you know, watch the show, then <laughs> listen to our podcast. Exactly. Okay? Watch it. Watch it, us on mute, then watch the show. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So Aiden gets poisoned. And, mm. and of course, we've known from the previous season that when Aiden drinks wolf's blood, mm-hmm. that's when he has like a really, really bad allergic reaction, I guess right. you could say, right? Yes. So how is it that he gets poisoned this time, Katarina? This time as opposed to when he um, when he drank from Josh, for example? Yes, yes. Well, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I didn't realize it was just from her. You know, I would have thought the smart thing to do would be to get somebody's blood who had, the, like a human's blood who had a virus and then stick that in there wouldn't that be the you know more effective thing to do that is a good point um liam could have done that differently Mm -hmm. but i would have thought that um aiden would have like smelled it like it would have been like different you know right because it has she just put her blood like right at the top of each of the test tubes right so so aaron puts her blood in there aiden's like sipping them down like they're they're like gogurts, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. Well, probably sort of a you know it's just a very small little area. It doesn't smell that much, probably, and it just he was absent-minded. He was reading his newspaper, and down the hatch it went. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, how crazy is it that Liam totally manipulated Aaron into doing this? Yeah, you know what though? When when they first showed up at the house together, I kind of you know there was a little voice in the back of my head that went, "That must be a trick." Yeah, and I feel somewhat 
vindicated that I was right. Yes. <laughs> and it, it's so it's so intriguing that he used her in such a way. You know, he Liam turned her against her caregivers, like mm. Josh, Nora, who isn't there, by the way. I'm surprised she wasn't there the whole episode. Yes, although Liam is sort of putting in a head that Nora's involved. Ooh. Oh, when did he... Because because when he was out at the when he was out at the bench and he said to her, "You're part of the pack, just like Nora is." Oh yeah. So he's sort of spinning the whole "we're in it together" against the vampires. So I think he's probably he's using Nora to brainwash her because Nora was the one who stood up for her and always wanted to take her in and help her. So he's probably using her as a you know as a technique to get Erin on board to feel like that she's part of the group and that what she's doing is not wrong. That's right. Uh, you know what? What if? Okay, li- this is a, like a bit of a prediction, but what if mm-hmm. Liam has Nora captured in some way, and he's using her to like maybe put leverage on them for later on? Because she was gone this whole episode. That's true. She was gone, but wouldn't have Josh have said something about her if she was just missing? Yeah. I, I think he would have brought it up, but then again, you know, we just there's so much uh, there's so much of a lack of dramatic irony throughout this whole season. I'm I'm really glad it's like that because mm-hmm. then there's no spoilers for us as the audience. Right. It's like there's they leave out things on purpose mm-hmm. so that we can have the shock and awe just like the characters enjoy in the show. True, and we can make gazillions of predictions about it too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we honestly should have known better that yes. that Liam wouldn't have just brought Aaron there for nothing. No. He was he's using her as pretty much a spy and infiltrator in the being human Mm -hmm, house. Very much so. And it's so sad because it's like right where things were getting good for Aiden, right? That's true because the whole bottle bubble boy situation, you know, like we predicted, the bubble boy was going to be up for feeding him and all that stuff because Aiden's cool and he wanted to hang out. And now he even went so far, which really is the only logical way to think, and I don't know why. We didn't think of that, but when he asked Aiden to turn him, that is really the only logical sort of way out for him because his life is a living hell and he's, him he's, being a vampire, at least he could be out on the streets and living his life. Even if it's just for a little bit, because, yes. you know, with the virus out there, and mm-hmm. he obviously that's the big drawback for him. Right, true, because they can't feed on each other. And I'm surprised that Kenny, Bubble Boy, doesn't think about this either. Right. He doesn't like, okay... Aiden's drinking from me because he can't drink from anybody else's blood. Mm-hmm. So if I turn into a vampire, what other clean blood is there out there? That's true, but I didn't think of that either. See? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kenny needs to think about this because seriously, the kid's gonna he's gonna have a very short lived life, but I guess That's it's gonna true. be better than than staying inside mm-hmm. of a what, what would you say he's in a glass jar. He's like a cockroach yep. in a glass jar his yep. whole life, pretty very much. much so. So, um, well, but maybe now, who knows, when Liam is trying to cross those plans. It's, it was also intriguing how Kenny said that he, he wants to go out no matter what. He mm-hmm. wants to be out of there, mm-hmm. whether he's human or vampire, mm-hmm. by his 18th birthday, right? right. So we, he's, obviously, he's got to be 17 right now. Yes. So it's, it gives us and Aiden like this mm-hmm. deadline you yeah. know, where it's like, okay, I, he has to do something. It's like a temporary fix for him to get blood for a time. Right. But then later on, Kenny's going to you know, go out and he's, he's either going to go out and die or he's going to mm-hmm. be a vampire and then the blood's going to be completely useless to Aiden. Very true, very true. And uh, additionally, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the flashbacks, didn't you? I did, yes. I always like a good flashback. Oh, yeah. Especially yes. with Bishop in them. Mm-hmm. Come on, Mark Pellegrino. That guy is such an amazing actor. Oh, I love Bishop. I'm so glad to see him. And that's, that's actually one of the most awesome things about writing 
for vampires mm-hmm. is that they have such long lives that wherever they are in the present, you can mm-hmm. always do flashbacks at some point in their life. And here we finally get to see pretty much Aiden's like origin story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get to see him turn for the first time. Where we've seen him like, I think in the very first season we saw that scene where uh, he notices that bishop is feeding on one of his comrades in battle Mm -hmm. and then it's like okay we we assume obviously after that that's when he gets turned but here we got to see a really lengthy version of that sure we didn't see that before and it was was a good fight and it was so cool how even as a human Mm -hmm. aiden had so much gall and so much like passion when he was fighting you know he Mm -hmm. that's what he's good at he's good at fighting he's not good at compelling people no he's not no i guess because he finds it probably doesn't it doesn't live up to his moral standards because he's very straight down the line sort of a person he wants to do what's fair and what's right and so compelling someone is kind of cheating that's very true Mm. so great to see uh bishop back in action again kicking Mm -hmm. ass yes and uh, i hope there are more flashbacks with bishop in it yes i hope so too so uh, don't forget, you know, with with our fans out there, you know, we actually got a lot of, uh, t- we got some comments and we got some ratings mm-hmm. on the iTunes store. So uh, let's go ahead and give our fans a shout out right yeah, now. Let's. Sarah Mass twenty seven on iTunes says, "You guys are great." Oh yes. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. And additionally, Buffy VS on iTunes commented, Thanks for covering. Love the show and this podcast. The hosts are great. Fantastic. Do you think that's the real Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Oh, I don't know. That I'll... would be awesome. <laughs> that would but be. But Buffy's <laughs> middle name is Anne, so there goes the V. Yeah, there <laughs> goes saying. the V. There goes the V. VS Vampire Slayer. I don't know. And lastly, we had uh, one of our recurring fans, Ryan Wittalison. He oh. commented on our YouTube channel. Hello again, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Welcome back again to the conversation. He says, uh, another good lengthy paragraph here. I'll try to read it the best I can. Okay. <laughs> Didn't know you guys were running last night. Oh, that's because we were uh, right. last week. Mm-hmm. We had a different night that mm-hmm. we were operating. Um, let's see. He said, I was thinking the two girls were hallucinations too but then we saw them after Aiden left the room after Kenny discovered the truth about him basically oops and then uh, he also said FTL which was that one acronym for that video game we were talking about FTL is faster than faster the light faster than light I think (laughs) and he's thinking he said here on his last sentence I'm thinking that Kenny will push to be changed into a vampire he'll be tired of living in a bubble and see this as a way out good prediction and yeah, see, and, smarter than me and he got pretty much got it because mm-hmm. that's what Kenny wants to do now very, exactly. very good Ryan thank mm-hmm. you for your comments mm-hmm. so um, let's go ahead and talk about our second topic which is kind of I, I must say it's the more boring Right. Of the three topics tonight. <laughs> but let's just get it out of the way. Because okay. it happened, uh-huh. you know. So Josh gets fed up with Aaron, mm-hmm. pretty much. And he, it, he, obviously we talked about Nora not being there. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much, he's the only parent in charge right, right now. Yes, because Aiden's not much of a parent. No, Aiden's Neither like, Sally. <laughs> in and out, in and out all the time. He's got his own issues with mm-hmm. the lack of blood and dealing with Kenny, knowing that he's a vampire and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Erin proves to be, like, a handful, pretty much. She's, like, le- leaving her mess around the house, in yeah. the common area, in the in the living room, and, like, her flip-flops and her shirts are all everywhere, and obviously Josh makes a big deal out of it, right? Yes, well, just like a teenager, I suppose, which I guess he f- feels like something he didn't really sign up for. Yeah, pretty much, and 
he also says like he he has a conversation with her in the basement and mm-hmm. he, she's she's in there looking for a place to change yes. you know, into the wolf yeah and he's like going off on her blah 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 oh my god i sound like my mother <laughs> yeah absolutely but that's a that's another interesting side topic um the issue of her changing you know in the storage unit and that she doesn't want to do it and that she thinks she can control herself if she turns out in the woods what do you think about that i i don't think she could she's probably just being so headstrong and rebellious like the typical teenager you know we were all there we Mm -hmm. all felt like that we all wanted to do something that our caregivers or our parents didn't want us Mm -hmm. to do so she's she's trying to pull that same thing she doesn't know what's best for her she's not an experienced wolf you know and not not only that but she's super young too right she is very young yes she's still a teenager so who knows what could you know get be uncovered when she turns into a wolf she doesn't know herself probably yet enough to know whether she can control herself or not yeah and i I wonder if she can remember when she's a wolf as much as nora can because because nora always said that she she remembers like killing people Mm -hmm. here and there or like Mm -hmm. whatever she's done yeah, because it always seemed that that was something, it was almost like a, a different creature obviously takes over and that that was sort of something that was almost like when you drink and there's a blackout where yeah. you where you maybe remember glimpses of what happened but you don't really know what happened exactly and you sort of find out the next day and you go, oh my God, I didn't do that. Yeah, it could be a parallel to actually how the vampires get all blood drunk. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they remember a lot of stuff during right. that time period. Yeah. Too, mm-hmm. but uh, again, you know, it's so funny because she's like the typical teenager, all being rebellious. But at the same time, I'm wondering if it's kind of if it was kind of a decoy, like mm-hmm. a ploy to be doing all that rebellious stuff, because she was actually conversing with Liam. Did you notice, like in the beginning of the episode, she had that cell phone, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, who the hell's paying for that thing? Yeah. And it's it was just sure, like I didn't I didn't think of that. I did think at the end when she was texting him. I thought that maybe she was texting RJ. That's what I thought too initially. Because I felt like that maybe they would have somehow kept in touch. You know, when she ran away, I thought that maybe it had something to do with him. That she'd gone off to hang out with him and drink more beers or whatever. Because that would be get a logical conclusion, you would think. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would have thought that too. And mm. But, you know. Who knows? Because there's such a big ellipse that yes. we don't know where she went, no, what she really did. All we know is she ended up with Liam. Mm-hmm. He brainwashed her, mm-hmm. brought her back, and and now she's working for him. Yes, pretty yes. much. Yes. So, I, I just thought it was so funny though. Like the whole the whole episode, she was like a typical teenager text messaging way on her phone. Yeah. Who's she text messaging? Maybe mm-hmm. she was text messaging RJ. Maybe she was too. But I was like, what? Who? What friends does she have? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And. And now we find out that it's Well, Liam. she must have known people before, like from like, homes or wherever she was, or she must have gone to school. Like, she must know people that have now miraculously sort of disappeared from her life. But it's possible that she would keep in touch with some old friends or try to. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, I'm, I'm actually surprised that no one else in the house brought it up. Like, hey, would you get that phone? True. <laughs> So that was that was kind of a funny situation, but mm-hmm. where it ended up was Aaron and, and the whole episode with Josh and Aaron was pretty boring until we get to the point where she poisons Aiden's mm-hmm. blood mm-hmm. at the request of Liam, obviously, yes. and she stands over him with a stake mm-hmm. sharpened and ready to pierce his heart, If yes. I guess, if he makes a false move. Yeah. So uh, let's... Did you have any other stuff to add to that about josh and aaron not really not really 
Okay, let's move on to <laughs> Sally gives up her soul. Sally, Sally, Sally. <laughs> Silly um, Sally. Again. Silly Sally. Uh, Sally again um, eating French toast at the beginning of the episode. Yes. Um, and it was being it was being to. fed to her by Max. Yes. Right, which mm. which was actually a very sexy scene. Yes. I must say because yes. she had her legs like she was on the kitchen and she had her legs <laughs> wrapped around that guy. Mm-hmm. She has nice legs. Well, yes. <laughs> she looks amazing. And so, anyway, let's let's like fast forward a little bit. She sees her brother, played by yes. Jesse Rath, who's her real life brother, mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. very funny. And that's I'm sure that's the only way they would be able to see some kind of resemblance between right. her because she's so unique. You know, I don't even yeah. think that she's like I wouldn't even say that she's like full Indian, no, or whatever her ethnicity yeah. is. Uh, yeah, I I wouldn't have been able to figure out what, what she is. But right away when we meet. Uh, what was the brother's name? Is it Robert? Robbie? Robbie, yeah. Robbie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we meet Robbie, and right away he seems like he's a shysty character, right? Do you think? I thought so, right away, because he like he presents the deed yeah. to the house, and then he was like, oh, you can pay me, uh, you know, make it out to my name. <laughs> yeah, in cash or, or whatever. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. Cash, whatever. It's like, hmm. Right yeah. away I'm like, dude, this this guy's trying to pull one over on Yeah, me. certainly. Like, he's a little shady in that sense. I don't think he's a shysty character in terms of that he's a a bad guy I just think that he's sort of maybe in a situation that he doesn't want to find himself he seems to be living out of his car and stuff like that so it's like maybe he's just trying to he's a little bit desperate and he's trying to pull what he can now let's let's talk about the house a little Mm -hmm. bit because I thought when in from season one if you Mm -hmm. recall Danny when when he was being taken away in cuffs Mm -hmm. or being like moved out of the house and he didn't want Sally to kill him right he said to them, oh, I don't care. Take the house. Take everything. Right. Just get me away from her. Let mm-hmm. me live, pretty mm-hmm. much, mm-hmm. right? So I assumed from that that they owned the house. Right. I didn't think they were paying rent anymore, but apparently mm-hmm. it's been up in probate all this time right. because Danny and Sally are both dead. Yeah. And Well, I think that probably from somebody when he's getting let off to be shout and just take the house, I don't think that that would legally, you know, in any way give him the house. That, that would be more involved and probably at a later date if they came to him and said, hey, are you really like giving those guys your house? He probably would have said no. Yeah. Okay. So. That's that's a really good observation, Cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> but I agree that it didn't seem like they were paying rent or anything. But, I mean, perhaps they were someplace. Yeah. So, um, according to what the brother was saying later on, mm-hmm. so of course Sally like finds him on the street later on and mm-hmm. and she... She sees him, but uh, I, let's let's actually talk about the house stuff really quickly, just to get that out of the way. Yes. So, pretty much the the rent payments have been piling up at Sally's father's house, and right. he has not even been like cashing them. Right. Which is pretty funny, I think. So uh-huh. the the uh, the being human household must have so much money left over. They're like, hey, where's all the money going? <laughs> Why is it not going out of our bank account? Yeah. <laughs> all these checks are inspiring. It's okay. We need the extra money to feed Sally's <laughs> waffle-eating, French toast-eating mm-hmm. habit, right? That must be it. And plus, Aiden only just started working again. Because before that, you know, Josh was pretty much paying for the thing by himself. Yeah. And Nora, too. And Nora, too. Um, and the other thing that I was wondering, that I was wondering, is how many bedrooms does the house have? Because right. I would have thought that they would have rented a two-bedroom house if it was just them two, you know, moving in together. And Sally, obviously, being a ghost, she just happened to be there, but she didn't need her own room. But now she does obviously have it. Yeah. 
So did they just have it, like, did they just rent a three-bedroom house to begin with? I think it was a two-bedroom house. Mm -hmm. And I feel like once Sally got her body, mm -hmm. Aiden got kicked down, you know, voluntarily, down to the basement. Because that's, you notice that's where he's staying now. Right, you're right. Every time he always emerges and yes, goes down there. Yes, he always comes out of the base. I was wondering what he was doing down there. And it's actually more fitting, I think, for a vampire. <laughs> it is to, more fitting. To be staying in the basement, right? Uh-huh. Like he's like in his coffin down there, in, mm. in a sense. Yes. Pretty much. And where does Erin stay? Erin stays, okay, I think she was staying upstairs. Mm -hmm. But you know what? That doesn't make sense either. Then, then they must have a three-bedroom yes. place because... Aaron was staying upstairs for a time, and so was Sally, mm -hmm. and so was Josh and Nora. So yes. there must have been three. But mm -hmm. then she moved down to the couch? What's up oh, with that? I don't know. Because she was sleeping on the couch this episode with, like, legitimately, like, blankets and right. pillows and stuff there yeah. on the couch. And her stuff was everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, curious. Curious. We really don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I feel like sometimes maybe I knew all the answers if I really paid minute attention to all the details. Well, maybe our fans can tell us their maybe ideas and can. tweet at us. Uh, you can tweet at me at Sean Austin O on Twitter. And you can tweet at me at Katarina's Infamy. And of course, you if you find this on you know YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter, you can always like message us, comment us on there, and then we'll like try to give you a shout out and answer your questions or respond to them the best we can on each show mm -hmm. okay let's get back to robbie all right so robbie, yes. so sally's going back and forth between her, the being human house mm -hmm. and max's place mm -hmm. and when she's coming back one night to get clothes obviously she runs into robbie yeah whereas the whole sole purpose of her walking back and forth from you know to max's place was so that robbie wouldn't see her so her plan almost backfired. It, it did pretty much. It did actually backfire on yeah. her because she had to fix it right away. Mm -hmm. If she waited until morning, he would have been dead in his car. And right, yes. so she rushes over mm -hmm. to the witch's place. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, the witch is awake at yeah. whatever time it was. <laughs> she's probably always awake. She doesn't probably need to sleep. She just eats some of that powder and she's magically restored. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're probably right. And she. this is where we actually got to see some of her true powers mm, because yes. she... Well, it was really subtle the way she just did the whatever incantation it was for mm -hmm. Sally, pretty much. She was like, okay, you just give me your soul, and I will allow it so that mm -hmm. uh, your brother lives or whatever. Yes. Right? But she it, it was, so she does that, mm -hmm. uh, but I think it was a little bit before that scene mm -hmm. where she like threw that dust or powder up into the air, yeah. and she pinned Josh against the lockers, mm -hmm. and she was holding Sally up, with with what her like the force pretty much mm, like an imaginary rope or something around her neck it seemed she yeah. seemed to be holding like as if she was dangling from a yeah. from a rope yeah like she's uh, sh she's being puppeted mm -hmm. by her in a way like yes. she's like a marionette mm -hmm. so uh, that that really demonstrated her true powers I think right there yeah but then exactly. the rest of it getting the soul it was very simple and easy mm -hmm. and she says to Sally you have no right to know what I'm gonna do with it now mm -hmm. which was very ominous yes because now we know like she she really has control over her now mm -hmm. and i i feel like you know oh, okay i want to say this later for predictions but i feel mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. the witch is really gonna she's gonna infiltrate the house pretty soon so maybe she can try to kill sally and get the soul sooner <gasps> oh my maybe. god that wouldn't be playing fair it wouldn't be but no but she said when you die she didn't say when you die naturally in 80 years true right mm-hmm 
She didn't say you can live a normal life, but you're right. She didn't say how long for. That's that's exactly mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And what, what's actually cool, though, is it, you know, with the whole soul thing being given away, it allows Robbie to live, which is nice. Yes. And it gives Sally an out, at least temporarily, mm-hmm. for the rest of the season. So she doesn't have to be all contained in her house or not see anybody from her past and whatnot. True. But I did want to um, mention that Robbie didn't seem adequately shocked at seeing her. And then later on, when they were talking, he said, our dad thinks you're dead. So, like, was Robbie, did, I mean, were they not close? Did Robbie not come to the funeral? Did he not know for sure that she was dead? Did she not have real contact to them? You know, it was something, it was like a disconnect because he didn't see her and go, like, he didn't look like he'd seen a ghost. He looked, like, just surprised. That's a really good idea you bring up because I feel like, he would have gone to at least her funeral mm-hmm. to see her dead, like, in the casket and everything. Yeah. And obviously she was buried because they dug her up at the beginning of the season. Yes. But we know from what he said, he didn't go to his mom's funeral. True. And he was like, well, why didn't you show up to her funeral? Mm-hmm. And she, and then it was obviously she didn't, she didn't notice him at the funeral either. Right. So he's off gallivanting around, Mm -hmm. doing something, whatever young guys do, I don't know, being homeless in his truck. Yeah, but just the fact that he didn't think that maybe, that he thought that maybe her death wasn't real, that there was a possibility. Because if one of my siblings, you know, I don't even want to say it, but if they did, then I would know that it was true. Yeah. I wouldn't think, oh, maybe, you know, it's not like a distant great cousin, aunt, 15 times removed somewhere died and then you see them and you go oh I thought you were dead oh um, you know oh like whatever it would oh be you're, like, you're alive in here now yeah I would either think it was a different person or I would I don't know faint probably or something yeah that's a that's actually a really good point I uh, he did kind of brush it the the writers mm-hmm. obviously they brushed that under the rug a little bit but yeah. I think everything happens so fast and if I want to help explain it away mm-hmm. that he was feeling sick right because he was about to pass over to being a ghost and right. then have his soul sucked up by mm-hmm. the witch mm-hmm. I feel like he may have just been so uh, disoriented mm-hmm. from everything that once she showed up again and they just talked and they just reconnected I don't feel like we're going to be seeing him anytime soon. No. Probably like several more episodes and maybe even next season we'll right. probably see him, yeah, see him again. Possibly. But then that ties into when she said to Max, you know, now we can go out and we can see, you know, do whatever. Because now she's not scared of killing anybody. But the problem still remains that if somebody that knows her sees her, they will still think she's dead. And won't they bring it up like in front of Max? Yeah. And and so if they why, do that, yeah. So why doesn't she think that's a problem? She's all like, "Oh, my problems are solved," <laughs> you know. But that's still a real problem. It's a huge problem, actually. Yeah, and if everybody thinks, well, she did kind of say to Max like a little half truth, which she said was, "I had to fake my death, didn't she?" And everybody oh, or like run away yeah, and like right. fake get a new identity and all yes. that stuff. Yeah. So. So maybe she'll do yeah. that because that's what she told Trent. He believed it. He did. Mm-hmm. He believed that hardcore. She was a little <laughs> bit more vague with Max, but I feel yeah. like she's going to have to reveal it to him sooner than later. Yeah. Maybe within the next episode or two. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to tell him something will happen. She's going to have to tell him something. Yeah. yeah. Well, if we don't have more on that, let's move into our news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. 
Maybe it's easier on me because I, I'm like, I know it's coming. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like initiating the whole chain of events with my words. And now the news and gossip comes. I know, every time I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> of course, yesterday, uh, uh, Sam Huntington, a.k.a. Josh, mm-hmm. was actively tweeting. Mm-hmm. And among the funny tweets I noticed were the following. Mm-hmm. A fan at then Tiff said... Um, she asked, or she tweeted at mm-hmm. uh, Sam Huntington, Sammy at Sammy Huntington, by the way, right. and said, "How many times do you think Josh has said communal cream in his life?" What? <laughs> do you remember that no. it was in this episode when Aaron was being that stupid teenager that she was being in the show, and and there she put like the that whipped cream all oh, over the top yes. of the of the French toast, yes. and then she put it in her mouth directly, yes. and there, and he yeah. was like, "No, no, 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 that's the communal cream." <laughs> And he responded to this fan. Right. And he said, 14. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) And there were other people who said, like, oh, I thought it would have been more times than that when they were tweeting back at him. Yes, but on an unrelated topic, did you see that later on he came home with two new cans? Mmm. No, I did not notice that. That is hilarious. Yeah, he was walking along the road. He had like two cans of right at the end, I think. It was when he was on his way home. And the whole thing was happening with Liam was on his way and. Aiden was sick and and because Josh is on his way home at the same time I think he had two things of whipped cream in his hand mm. well that's pretty neat <laughs> he got that he got that whipped cream back <laughs> and here's an actually a really extra spicy tweet mm-hmm. this one was tweeted at from at Sammy Huntington mm-hmm. and it read uh, that he had okay let me actually it's in my photos right now I got a screenshot of it this is so good I can't misquote this Sam Huntington, at Sammy Huntington, dreamed that at Sam Witwer, at Megan Rath, and at Kristen Hager had a threesome <laughs> left out of my own sex dream. Sigh. Sorry, gals. Well done, Samuel. Uh, wow. He had a threesome sex dream from his being human cast members, like, with them in his dream. That's freaking amazing, man. Well, let's have a little bit of uh, Katarina's infamy, infamy trivia here. I had a dream about Sam Witwer once. Oh my goodness. I will leave it at that. Just once? <laughs> Just once so far. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. That's that's definitely <laughs> spicy. For sure. And I don't think uh, I, I don't have any more news and gossip. Did you you had something, right? I yes, because I, I went on uh, Kristen Hager's Nora and I saw that she was filming a, a movie oh. right now in Canada. So, um I wrote down what it is. It's like a romance film. So I was thinking maybe that was why. Maybe that was the schedule interference. Maybe they took her out of that episode. Oh, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. It's called The Right Kind of Wrong or something. The Right Kind of Wrong. Something like okay. that. Yes. Very so, neat. Very uh-huh. neat. And then, yes, and I wanted to mention that Megan Rath, on her Twitter, I looked it up, she has a unicorn as a background picture. And I'm obsessed with the unicorn, specifically the last unicorn. In fact, I own a flower who I called... The Lady Amalthea, because that's the last unicorn's human name. That's the last unicorn's name. Oh, so the last unicorn turns into a human to hide? Yes. Oh. And then they call her the Lady Amalthea. Is this, a, doesn't have is this a film or a fable? Yeah, it's a, it's a cartoon. It's like from the 80s. Oh. It's fantastic. And Jeff Bridges is one of the voices, and Mia Farrow. Oh. And uh, Christopher Lee as well. Wow, Mia Farrow. Man, that is mm-hmm. that is back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very cool. Well, let's go ahead and move into predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Yes. So I feel like next episode, we're going to see Liam capture Aiden and mm. torture him. 
and, and I'm, you know what I'm wondering though. I want to see him torture. I know, but he's already know, been captioned tortured once. I think right. get a break. Yeah, now. right, right in the beginning of the season, he was he was getting bled dry. <laughs> he was getting milked dry yes. by that one creepy apartment dude mm-hmm. or whatever with the his jumpsuit on. Yeah, the dude that dug him up. I'm wondering though why Liam wouldn't just kill him in the house. Like once he Aaron has him down on the ground, mm-hmm. you know she's. I'm sure she's not going to kill him, mm-hmm. but you know well, I don't even get what's stopping her from killing him unless Liam said something like, "Hey, I don't want you to kill him because I want to get him and torture him." Well, perhaps Liam isn't hundred percent sure that Aiden killed Connor, and he wants to unravel the mystery and find out who exactly it was. So maybe he has an inkling that it was Aiden, or at least that Aiden wouldn't know. Yeah, maybe that's why he does want to capture him and then torture mm-hmm. him and then kill him. Yes. Right. Uh, but I feel like uh, Aaron, she's going to play a further role in his capture. Uh-huh. If she doesn't, then Liam's probably just going to leave her to the house and just like, oh, okay, whatever, I used you up. Mm. No big deal. But then again, he's a wolf. And he doesn't want to abandon his pack. So. No. But the other thing, too, is that Josh is on his way home. Remember? Yes. So even though he can't do any wolf things, you know, he has a telephone he could call the police and he has a gun for example he has a gun yeah with a silver bullet in he it does. yeah maybe he's gonna actually have to um put a silver bullet through liam's head yeah I th- that may be how the next episode ends up did you have any other predictions mm. well i mean aiden's obviously gonna survive it you know and some resolution has to you know be made with the bubble boy for example yeah that's right kenny um yeah. i i feel like uh, I feel like Donna the Witch, mm-hmm. she's going to definitely die by the season's end. Because she's proven to be very, right. very evil, yes. actually. Yes. And lastly, I feel that Aiden will get fired <laughs> from his job as a nurse <laughs> due to excessive absences from work because of Liam capturing him. That's very possible. Anyway, That's thank you guys so much for joining us on this uh, this evening. Don't forget to rate and comment us on iTunes, on our YouTube channel. Five stars, please. Yeah, and we'll <laughs> give you guys a freaking shout-out, man. Join the conversation. Yeah, we'll bribe you. Five stars for a shout-out. And, <laughs> and you can find me, once again, at Sean Austin O on Twitter. And you can follow me on Instagram also, at ITSeanO. I am at, on Twitter at Katarina's Infamy, and my website is also katarinasinfamy.com. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next Thanks week. Thanks for being here. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.